When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dub your Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. So this is Dubland 93. Holy shit. 93, PJ. It's hard to believe there's that many in, isn't it? I think it is. It's like it's like... Do you know what I love at the moment is that everybody's doing podcasts, right? Yeah, Do you know, like that everyone wants in on podcasts, and you kind of go, and then people kind of just think that they're a piece of piss. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they but don't like, they're actually a pain in the hole. Like everything, by the actual doing of the podcast, you know, all the shit you do, yeah, pain in the hole. <laughs> it's a, the, it's their best part is to but turn like, up talking like and having fun. Ninety-three episodes is like, do you know what I mean? It's, know, it's a yeah. lot like It is a lot yeah no, I'm not And also it's hard Because we used to work together It used to be a piece of piss Because we used to just run into the studio And then we were done Whereas yeah, now we have to arrange Now you got to like meet up And yeah. talk these people into These good people these and good head people stuff, head stuff into, into actually letting us in And using the room And then running out without paying Or tipping or anything And being really selfish about it So yeah it takes a bit of work you Makes know? sense Makes sense Well anyway episode <laughs> 93 Um so over the over the Christmas and the New Year, we got loads of tweets about live shows. We're looking into them. Yes. Oh, we wanted another one. It's just yeah. I'm trying to sell so many tickets at the moment. It just it's wouldn't really work. I'm trying so, to sell those RNLI ticket gigs. When is that? That is the 4th of March. Okay, so that's, yeah, so that 4th of March. And then I got the Vicar Street before that. That's selling. When is Vicar Street? So this, so this podcast goes out on the 31st of January. Yes. So, so the next gig is Vicar Street. Which is February, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the 23rd of February. (laughs) Friday. It is Friday the the 23rd of February. Yeah, that's right. And then Orland Lai is the 4th of March. Saturday the 4th of March. And that's in Pavilion Theatre in Dunleary. Yeah. Which obviously I get no money out of, so go to Vicar Street. Uh, uh, (laughs) Oh, whatever. Go to either. It's it's, all whatever. Uh, and then I'm doing a load of other gigs around February. I just can't remember where they are. I'll anyway, remind you close on. to the yeah, time. Exactly. They're, they're all later in Over the, the next couple of weeks. So, hence, that's where we're at. So, what we're thinking is that we will, because obviously there's loads about going over to the UK. So, maybe nearer the summer, we'll look at going over to Camden and doing something nearer the summertime. We'll give you loads of notice. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, we should do it. Yeah, we but should we do it. But we will definitely do it and we'll do a live episode in... Dublin as well. Oh, we do it definitely. In We're going to do that, Dublin, but so. let's just get through because again, we talked about this in the lab pod. I think it'd be nice to do a, a live episode sometime around Patrick's Day. Especially we got, I, I got the fucking three arena gig. Of course, I'm playing three yeah. arena yeah. with everybody else. Yeah. Uh, for Focus Ireland yeah. on, pa- I was going to say it's on Patrick's Day. Of course, it fucking is. Yeah. But you know what I mean. So does that. <laughs> We're going to look at the the um, UK gig end of March, start of April. Oh, yeah, I think Easter's that's, yeah. So we'll look at the UK gig from then and then we'll look at the yeah, Dublin Maybe try gig. and do a live Dublin around the end of March or something and try and just get in and then bounce straight into... I'll plan the boats around the same time, maybe. So do a live podcast in Dublin? Yeah, and then In the end of March? And try and then do a bounce straight over or something. And I know. then do a live uh, middle of April? Here's me acting like I'm going to actually participate in a huge way of organising these yeah. well you have to organise br- you have to organise the English one you have to organise Camden one, yeah. so why don't we look at Camden for April yeah I can get I can get started on that now like okay we'll get started on that now and then we'll talk to Al the boss about dates for for the I think yeah we'll talk about that because I think March could be a bit strained because you're you have gigs on and it's I, pa- you have Paddy's weekend so you have a gig the 4th you have a gig the 17th I'm in Chicago which I need to get uh, recommendations of things to do so it might be it might be Dublin might be later okay, okay. Well, that's anyway grand. look we're, my Makes whole point no was 
<laughs> oh dear. We're definitely going to do live shows. <laughs> we will get them done. We will keep you posted because loads of people were asking over um were asking over the Christmas and they were emailing about it and they were just sending loads of bits and pieces. Um so we got loads of emails. Do you want to read any of the emails that we got? Yeah, why not? Yeah, go for it. Okay, Ashley Bolton. Uh hi Suzanne and PJ. I just thought I'd send you an email about how much you enjoy the podcast and yourselves. Chris Moyles took me to this podcast and it makes me laugh out loud every week. If you do a show in London, try come I'll try and come down from Liverpool. Pool. Well, that would be lovely. I must admit, I'll have missed the podcast in December, but you'd both deserve a break while we're back now, especially PJ considering the last podcast. I know, anything for drama. Well, I feel terrible fella. now, all the slagging I did in Liverpool in the last podcast oh, that we did. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Ashley. Yeah, it was all in jest, you know, yeah. by the way, Ashley. I don't mean any of that. Maybe <laughs> we'll do the live podcast in Liverpool. It might be easier than London. Who knows? Who knows? Probably we'll do it in London, though. Hope you both have a lovely Christmas, however you're celebrating. That comes in from Ashley. She sent it in November, but we've been off, you'd understand. So I'm just catching up. Um, so that's a good one. So thank you for that. Um, also in there, Connor Jones. Dear Suzanne and PJ, I just want to wish you both a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's like the end of January. A massive thank you for all the amazing podcasts here in 2017. <laughs> I can honestly say they've been such a laugh a minute. He brings such joy to so many people every Wednesday, fortnightly now. And then there's no podcast. I'm sure only I'm not the only one who finds themselves bored without anything to listen to. No pressure. There's been countless moments this year of having me in stitches. I'm sorry, PJ, but your bike story had me crying. You definitely are a true storyteller. <laughs> Suzanne, the Hangover podcast, I really felt for you. I was absolutely gutted to miss your live podcast by three. Three days in September, but would you believe I booked a visit to Dublin three days later. Uh, I'm genuinely praying for the live British show happens in March. It will happen March, April, in and around there. I'll be sure to book my tickets uh, the day they come out. There's no chance of missing an opportunity of seeing you guys. Coppers, he's been to Dublin. Coppers, oh, what a place. Luck. I absolutely loved it. Couldn't quite believe the recommendation against going there. What a class. Now, well, Connor, it's a different... That says it's more a, about you than it says about anybody else. <laughs> Connor, Coppers is a different animal than it is for men than it is for women. Anyways, as I said, hope you have a great Christmas, New Year's. Please continue to do uh, what you do. Every woman that's ever come out of Coppers has hashtag me too written yeah, on their arm, I'd say. You get it. You get it tattooed just, as you walk out the like door. They stamp to you. go to the toilet. They just put hashtag, <laughs> hashtag me, me too, too in your hand. But myself and many more really appreciate what you do and what goes into the podcast. Can't wait to hear you in 2018. So thank you very much for that. Uh, would you like to do animal facts or do you want to do them in a little while? Oh, I don't have any. I have one. Oh, Brit, well then. Animal facts. Animal facts. Uh, got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. Uh, got those animal facts. Colette, um, Colette Green. Hi, Suzanne and PJ. Happy New Year to you both. And as promised, here are a few animal facts about clownfish. Ah, oh, fucking I have great. also included some facts about, I recently learned about sperm whales. Now, I'm not a marine biologist or anything like that. I have a keen interest in fish and their behaviour. Uh, I worked for some years as a dive guide and instructor. A keen interest in fish and their behaviour. Mm, I didn't know fish had behaviour. Well. I thought they just sort of swam around until they bumped into shit and changed direction. Kind of like those hoovers. You know them Oh, hoovers? the robotic yeah, ones. You just put it on the ground and it does its thing, but well. it doesn't really know what it's doing. Listen up, motherfucker. Clownfish eggs are laid onto a hard surface very close to anemone. The anemone that they live in and fertilise. After they are fertilised, they are looked after predominantly by the male where they oxygenate by him, fanning them with his tail fin and pectoral fins. They get their immunity to the anemone's stinging cells by their parents taking the animal tentacle in their mouth and gently rubbing the tentacle over the eggs. It is not known exactly how many times this is done before they hatch. The eggs take between 10 and 7 days to hatch. Oh, what a quick pregnancy. Um, <laughs> and are all And it's exterior. Yeah, it's exactly. not in the body. Some motherfucker can look after them. And they're all born male. Once they hatch, they get swept out into deeper waters by tides and currents where they stay for a few years, getting bigger and bigger. Eventually, they find their way back to the reef by listening to all the different sounds in the ocean and listening for the sound of the reef, as the reef can be quite busy and noisy place for fish. <laughs> a bit like a bustling city. Oh, this is Colette. the animal fact of all time. Once they are back in the reef, the juvenile male needs to find an anemone to live as that's what will protect him. The male clownfish will find an anemone that is already established with a dominant breeding pair but he may join only as a subordinate 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 
Quite often the anemone is made up by dominant breeding pair and quite a few subordinate males depending on the size of the anemone. If the female is the anemone dies then the male pair will become the female and the highest ranking subordinate will join. This is like a weird cult I, This is for the female generation to If by chance the male clownfish finds an empty anemone that contains other males one of them will change to female to become the breeding pair. The female grows in size a normal lot bigger than the male. Transfish. They're basically, we've talked about these before. Haven't Trans we? fish. So they can just be whatever they want. We There's can do no... that now. You can do that as a human now so as well. So they, they'd be on this morning going, listen, Philip and Holly, don't don't try and tie me down to a gender here. Yeah. I'll just fucking see what's happening in Imagine the reef. some shark corners one of these fuckers. He gets him in the corner. He's just going to go, I'm going to eat you, motherfucker. And he goes, what? Yeah, you. And he goes, did you assume my gender? <laughs> no, no assuming. Actually, speaking of which, did you? No, you didn't. Celebrity Big Brother was on. Oh, I didn't see it. I was away. Yeah, was so there was um there was a, a transgender uh, lady on it called India, and then a, a um drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Queen Courtney came in. Yeah, but his name is Shane, but his uh, stage act is called Courtney. And the transgender lady said she was like, "Oh, don't don't take this the wrong way, but I'm freaked out by drag queens that like I have a what? a weird fear of them." I'm like, if some fucker walked up to her and said that she had a fear of trans, they'd be up in arms. But it's all right to go after the drag queen. I don't know the world anymore. I swear to God, I can't figure this fucking world out anymore. I'm fucked in it. I don't belong in it. Right. I'm, re- I'm I'm on an age where no matter what I do, I remember. I'm like I'm like that thing Grandpa Simpson I used to be it and then they changed what it was and now I'm just a bit I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore I'm all for anybody doing whatever they want this is the whole problem this is my problem with it right I'm a fucking <laughs> libertarian it as it gets right I don't give a shit what anybody does what anybody wants to call themselves what anybody wants to fucking dance around I with. am what I am yeah, I literally <laughs> couldn't give a bollocks as long as you're not asking me to pay for it fucking <laughs> knock yourself out Enjoy your fucking life. If I'm not paying for it and you're happy, I don't give a horse's whore's hole what the fuck you want to do. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I'm absolutely, actually, if you're happy, I'm delighted for you. If you want to have three dicks and two arses, I'm fucking delighted for you if you choose up. If you can go home and fucking pull your others till you can play the willy bat, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. But then, every so often, I hear a story and I just go, you are a mad bastard, right? Listen to a story yesterday. Go on. Listen to a story. So this woman, right, she's a so-called medium, you know, can talk to the dead, you know. So she can do the impossible for a fucking start, right? So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm into marriage equality. Trust me. I voted yes for marriage equality. I am fucking into it. Marry your fucking old Mickey for all I care, right? But she has married a pirate. But not just a pirate. The cunt died in 1726. She married a dead pirate, right? And without any, she's legit. without any fucking like, like Quammen, where she's on doing a radio interview, talking as her husband, like she's talking. You know, the husband is oh, on. Does she does she take on his? She's channeling the husband, and she and the, the two of them are doing a chat as a couple on a radio station yesterday. Sean Moncrief on News Talk. They're standing there, right? And they, she's so basically they met, right? Now, the woman has a terrible story at the start, right? So she had a son die and all of this. And she's dressed up as Jack Sparrow to go to uh, hospitals to cheer up kids in hospitals. Right. Fair play to her. Okay. Fantastic woman, right? She's doing her best. She lost a kid. She's helping other yeah. people who have kids in trouble. Okay. At some point, it all went a bit wrong, okay. right? So Because she's obviously looking too much into the whole pirate thing. Now, then she, this other pirate starts coming to her, whose name happens to be Jack as well, right? <laughs> Another Jack. And they get on, right? This story gets so much fucking worse. Like Jack Ty. I think it was Jack Ty. Cousin of Sparrow. Jack Tig or Jack Ty or something like that, right? So her and Jack, they're getting on really well. Now, she doesn't fall for it straight away because this could be any sort of bad pirate that's spoofing her up. So she looks into his background and she does her studies and all, right? Uh, She sees what she wants to see. That's called confirmation bias, by the way, right? She probably wasn't aware of it. So then she goes, she says she's uh, proven that this pirate is a good pirate. Because of course he's a good pirate, right? So he was anti-slavery at the time. Not a contradiction in terms for what a pirate is. Her exact words were, he was more of an adventurer than a pirate. (laughs) Okay, he's told you this. And then she actually says, because the Brits back then, uh, right? She honestly (laughs) says, the Brits back then, basically if you didn't do everything their way at sea, they'd consider you a pirate. But he was more an adventurer, right? So she married a good pirate. A good pirate, right? 
Uh, now, her and the pirate are getting on really well. Right now, she finds out it's only legal in two places in the world to marry a dead person. France and Haiti, right? right. So, she can't go to France because she's the language barrier. She can marry a dead man, but she can't figure out how to speak fucking French or find someone who can speak both, right? She doesn't want to go to Haiti. It's too far away. Right. And in the meantime, this is going on. Guess what? what? Jack's friend turns up. Right. right? So, now <laughs> she's channeling Jack's friend, right? Now, Quite the community. Jack's fucking friend starts talking to her friend. Guess what? They're going on double dates. They're going on double dates. So, she's married to this pirate. Her mate is now dating the other pirate that's in her head. Okay. <laughs> They're going to get married together. Where do they go on dates? Did anybody ask that question? They go for meals. They Orlando. go to the cinema. Uh, apparently... Do you it... buy tickets for four? No, this is the great thing. It's so cheap because he, the pirate tastes everything she tastes. Amazing. So they can have the same meal and they taste it. Carbonara, Jack. Carbonara. Go for it. You'll knock yourself out there, Susan. We're going to fucking go for it. It's fucking bizarre. It's really? the most bizarre story. I can't figure out the world. I can't figure out. I can't figure <laughs> I out the in the radio interview. And no one said, excuse me, you're out of your fucking mind. You're, you're not allowed always... though, are you? You're no, have to you're take everything and you're be like, allowed. whereas, yeah. you know, you people go, you're off there's... your absolute box there. You it's like the lady who sense. married the Eiffel Terror and she has sexual relations with it. Have you ever seen that? Jesus she goes and rubs herself Christ. off you're the metal. Serious. Yeah, she's actually officially married to it. You're she's not mar- Yeah, she's married to it and she goes and she like, she has full on sexual experiences with the Eiffel Terror. How the fuck do you she do rubs that in public? Yeah. Like, surely that's public indecency, at least. <laughs> Maybe she, I don't know. Ah, uh, no, that's pub. That is public. I, I honestly, I don't want to seem like a prude, but say if I fancied me car, I can't fuck the car in the front garden in front of the neighbours. That's fucking indecent. Well, you can, but I mean, you might get pulled up on it. Yeah, literally. I should be pulled up on it. I should be arrested <laughs> no, for it. Like a, yeah, no, she like she has. She's married to the. They're woman married to the Eiffel Tower. Like I, I'm fucking pretty sure hell. I saw it, but isn't it because it's a thing? It's like people who have like um. You and your dirty don- donkey, they have sexual inanimate objects. Is that the right? Like, they yeah. have sex with inanimate objects. Well, I knew about yeah. the man who married his car. He did actually marry his car. And he used to, like, lick it and kiss it. And, yeah, I know. It's so, it's so disappointing. But, like, when do you get to the point where you just go, no, you're actually out of your mind. You you think this is normal because you feel normal. But you're actually out of your fucking She's mind. I think marrying a dead pirate fetish. means you're out of your fucking mind. And isn't it amazing? None of these people marry people from the past who are just a local butcher. Or the lad who fucking sold no. slay. Or the lad who, you If you're going to go big, you yeah, know what it, I mean? If you're going to go, always, like, you know, dead, wizards or fucking, um, you know, pirates or kings or queens or princes. They never married the local... The lad that's all fish down in out. the bay. They never um, do The it. lady who married the Eiffel Terror's name is Erica Latour Eiffel. She named herself after. She Terror. took its name. She yeah. basically took its name after marriage. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. She I has she has a fetish a fetish for um objects. I don't like. She don't she pledged to honor, obey, and love, uh, love it in a yeah. She got married in 2007. I wonder how things are going for them 10 years on. Are they having like a... Are they having a do? Who knows? Do you know? I don't... I, I, can't, I, I, doubt, I say the tower's up for it anyway. I can't <laughs> imagine the tower's going to protest much. <laughs> What's that you say, Eiffel? Are you sad? Oh, Are fine. you having a good day? God's okay, sake. Okay, good chat. Bye. I'm feeling like I'm turning into a cranky old bastard. Like, is this how my old man felt when he saw young lads wearing earrings? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this what happened? I think like, you morph, though, don't you? Huh? You do morph. I, do you know what? Do you know how I know I am turning into an L one, right? So you know this influencer thing is kind of turning on its head, Thank right? God, so that they're starting to, which I've said all the way along, although I am a hashtag influencer. Um, but like, you know, that like they've said, but this... I like there was a there's a whole thing in Ireland like I don't know about the UK but in Ireland basically there was a, an account set up online of just basically called out influencers it was just like showed pictures of what they looked like five years ago yeah, and then was like idea. you know this is what you look like now you're selling a fucking lie there's nothing wrong with what you've had done but don't tell teenagers that you know if you buy fucking oil of ule you're yeah. going to have a full set of veneers botox yeah, face yeah, fillers yeah. you know extensions eyelash extensions it's a lot, lot. Of bollocks, yeah. do you I know didn't what really I mean? get the harm in it until no, it's so harmful. You know, that 11 year old girl killed herself that was kind of whoa and that but this is this is why me. i'm kind of at a point where i know i've turned into an owl because i'm like i've kind of always said about it like they're doing what they're doing and if it's not harmful i don't really give a shit about someone going do you know what i really like you know yeah. i like this brand of lipstick 
like couldn't give a shit and I will look at clothes that people wear and go god there that's you know I love that top or and I actually wrote a thing on on suzysays.com about it is like comparison is the thief of joy because when you start to look into the bollocks that they're selling yeah. that's how I know I'm an L one because I'm like <laughs> I see these mams right or You're any of them right though but I see these mams right and they take a picture of their OTT OOTD outfit of the day and they have the kid fucking immaculate right and they're immaculate and you know they have their face is fucking immaculate and they look like they're going to a wedding yeah they're going to Tesco yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're going to Tesco. If like, they're going out at all, they're just yeah. dressing up or they're a just, photograph. Or they're like. just hanging around their gaff. And I'm like, are rusks even allowed? Like, did my house is destroyed for rusks. Like, even my cat <laughs> trousers today, I have to rusk check them. And I guarantee I have some snot or something on. Because that's just the reality of it. But it's the same as, like, that the shit that they're selling, it's like, you know, they, there's a picture of them five years ago. There's a picture of them now. And they're like, well, what I tend to do, I use a really good night cream. Okay, and then I what I I just it's a good lip line. It's a good. It's like fuck off. They're veneers. Yeah, and you know what happened? And grand. That's what I wish they'd say it. That's There's why, no big deal. Yeah, I know. That's why I wish. It's the same with the lads and the steroids thing. Yeah. You know, you see these fucking lads and they look amazing and they do look amazing. Yeah. And then it's More all, power to you. And it's all like you know if. if like I yeah I can go to the gym and I can fucking eat this and I eat that and it's really good and if you stick to this protein plan you're gonna look amazing it's fucking fantastic I can still have a few beers and then you realise yeah of course you can you're wigged up to your ass on fucking Anavar you bollocks yeah you're a fuck just right down at the end just literally right down at the end chicken this is what I do chicken rice two beers loads of veg Fucking sweet potato and a lot of fucking anivar. Just write that down. And then everyone goes, oh, now I get it. I get it. Don't want the drugs, so I'll take the rest of yeah. you fucking lying, horrible little piece of pectoral shite bag. See? You know, it's just like you just want to just do it that way. And if it's that bad on lads, and I have no idea what it's like to be a woman, obviously, uh, yeah. I can only imagine the pressures. And that's, that's how fairness, I know I'm, I, I'm an L1. We don't one. have that fucking pressure. No, but we I actually don't. think it's... Cha- I think you... And my generation no does anyway. to us because we're like late 30s, 40s. And, but a young lads, I think they do. And this is the other thing as well is the pictures that they put up. And I, I wrote about it on Susie's side because I was just like, the fitness people, I'm not fit. I'm just back running, right? But I have, I have made... Some piece, but what I have, right? I'm I'm not overweight <laughs> by any means, I right? Love that some right. <laughs> it's like the most Irish way you can get. You'll never be happy. No, I've made a some piece no. now. I've come to terms with myself <laughs> to an extent, right? But you see these pictures, right, yeah. of these birds. Number one, I'll be straight up and go. I I have fierce jealousy at the tans because they all are fucking t- I'm like A they ha- who has the time for the self tanning B are they doing sunbeds again who has the time oh. and no, my biggest jealous streak where the green eyed monster really comes across is their ability to wear neon I mean I, I just you have to have a certain skin tone and unless you were you know a couple of generations back interfered with by the Spanish Armada we don't have that no, skin tone I tan but even at that I'd have to really work at it to get no, that see, brown you know? grew up in Ireland <laughs> in the North Atlantic I know lads who are so grey they're actually transparent I can see their <laughs> heart in their chest they're actually transparent like if you put them up against not, not day to day but if you open the window behind them and the sun was at their back you could see through the fuckers you could probably see a dog running past you see the shadow running past them that's, that's, how they, that's how we x-rayed back in the day yeah, yeah. <laughs> put a white light behind them but there's that and then it's just the pictures that are put up and it's this so like again it's like Okay, it's look. I'll be honest. Like their boobs, like they have not haven't met gravity or childbirth, so they just sit up under their chin. Like they're just pert and perfect, and their skin is supple, and you know they're like there's and but they're all in fucking tiny lycra wearing these sports bras, fully made up. Yeah, fully made up. And oh I'm like, yeah. Fuck me, I'm like nearly, you know, I'm 37. I, I'm I'm under pressure with that. I can't imagine what a 17-year-old feels like because A, oh, yeah, she probably doesn't have the boobs. B, she mightn't have the tan. C, she's not wearing... She's maybe like me. She puts on a pair of fucking sports pants, which I do to go for a run. And then you put them on and you for a second go, oh, and then you let them go and then all the rest of the skin comes out of the... They, oh, they've never seen bulge in their life. <laughs> Do you know, like, it's like, you know, with yeah. you, you know when you pull, you know, something really tight up and then you pull it all up and then the skin falls out either. It can't contain it. It just comes out. Yeah, yeah. But just... they don't have to. And that's the bit that I'm going to like, I am a bona fide fucking L one because I look at it and just go, 
Oh, man. Oh, yeah, but it does your head in. And also, I know it sounds ridiculous. Although I am an influencer and available for campaigns. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, whatever. You want me to sell shit, I'll sell shit for you. But I don't, it's grand. I don't think anyone's going to pass me off as being a fucking Adonis. No. Anyway, so I don't have to really worry about this. But it's like, a, also, I remember, I've seen bodybuilders training. Mm. And it sounds really fucking stupid and it sounds really weird, but no shit. If learning how to pose is such a huge part of it. Like it's so oh, yeah, yeah, fucked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey had told me about that. Learning how yeah. to pose down to the to down to just getting your body at this exact perfect angle. Mm. Like you're talking maybe fucking 60, 70 photographs of you maybe a quarter inch a centimeter this way, and then you get a bang on, you get that pose right, and that's the photo you see. Yeah. You are talking about what somebody looked like. For and then maybe it's like, oh for maybe twenty minutes on the day, haven't you? You're talking about what somebody looked like for a fucking snapshot yeah. of a day. For one snap, like a fucking ba- a click. Click your fucking fingers. That's how long they looked like that in that photograph on the entirety of that fucking day. And like learning to pose, like <laughs> if you're learning to pose, like the bodybuilders, they just to pose and they're fucking exhausted after. Because well, it's because the muscles, trying flex, yeah. You're trying to show certain bits, you're yeah. trying to move, you're trying to just stand in a certain way. It's exhausting. And mm-hmm. that's just, that's another, nobody says, took me fucking... I hope you like this picture. It took me fucking half an hour to, to get, get it. it. But <laughs> even, but that's that's the thing, though. It's that as I wrote. That's what I wrote about. I was like, so comparison is the thief of joy because we compare. And I look. I was. I honestly, I wrote about it on Susie says because. And this is one of my my things for 2018. I'm not doing it, right? I would, and this is me being really honest with you. I would get onto Instagram and I'd start going through Instagram stories. I swear to God, I'd look at other people, and within four minutes of being on Instagram, I'd be like, "Fuck me, my life is shit." Like, ah, yeah, you're talking but I would, shit you would, you would, I would buy. Six minutes in, I would feel like an absolute bag of Mickey's. I'm like, I feel like fucking shite. And how? And I would look and go, how did they get that gig? How did, like, how are they doing that? How, <laughs> how, like, and just, I'd, and then I, so this year I'm like, nah, nah. Yeah, bollocks. To I'm that. out of it. But also I had to kind of go, the reality of, and I know the industry. So I know that they're feeding me a shop window. Shite, that's yeah. all it is. It's just a sh- so you don't know jack shit that's going on behind the Not scenes. Not a fucking minute. But that's I know that. But I'm the mi- minority. People take that as face value of people's lives. I suppose you do. And that's you don't the problem. Sit there and like, every you know what I mean? Fucking thing. You know the best advice I was ever <clears throat> given is like you know how you look at the. Uh, Newspapers on the first of April. Yes. Every year you pick up a newspaper and you look. You look at photos. You read the stories, and your every party is going. This is an April fool. There's something. This is a lot of bollocks. That's what you should do every day of the year. That's, That's how you should true. read a newspaper every fucking day. Fake news. Yeah, everything Shit is shitholes. Fake news. And in the case of Instagram, fake boobs. Fake boobs. There's fake boobs. It's all a lie. Bullshit. Here, actually, I, we're going backwards to Christmas, but I meant to ask you about this on the last podcast, but we never got around to it, right? How? Explain this to me, right? How is it possible that you understand transubstantiation, but you had no fucking idea that Jesus didn't go in the crib until the 25th? I How is that like? have never heard that before in my fucking life. Where and it still doesn't been? make sense to me, by the way. But it doesn't it's like make sense your birthday. at all. You didn't arrive before your birthday. You don't get to have your birthday like three days before your birthday. Hold on In a minute. April. Hold on a minute. That is that means the crib should be fucking empty. We should have an empty no, crib. The crib is is the manger in Bethlehem where they came from. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a teacher that used to always go, Bethlehem. <laughs> um where they came because like, you know, Joseph, like my Joey, was yeah. like, Don't worry, I'll get on booking.com and I'll I'll make the reservation. He did, and then he got down and there was a big match on and there was, wasn't a place to be had, so they were fucked. So then they ended up having to knock around the gaffs, and then he rang a man who knew a man and got a man, and then they ended up in someone's garden shed. Yeah. The manger. So they were all waiting. But and what? then his dad sent word to all the mates to say, Mary's only gone into labour. Yeah. And they're down in, in the garage down the road there in Bethlehem. Yeah. And they all went, Oh, listen, we'll leg it. We're on the way. Yeah. And then obviously because it was a manger, like the man who owns it was like, well, listen, that's where I keep all me, you know, my garden furniture and my lawnmower. But in this case, sheep and lambs. Yeah. Yeah. And then so the men, the three wise men who were just his mates. But they weren't there. when. No, the... but they were on the way. But why are they in the they're fucking not, crib not, then? So the crib, if you went now into most good, a good Catholic house, you'll have the, they're the crib and then the three wise men are ba- are over here coming down the mountain. Oh, so they're not in the crib either? No, no, they're here. They're in the nativity. They're in the nativity. But they're here. So in, if you went into my mom's house, you'd find they'd, they'd be here and then the three wise men would be over here by the phone. And then the archangel Gabriel's up here. Hark now here. The this angels sing. absolutely fucking then, ludicrous. This la, whole thing. La, 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 Christmas Day. My ma going around going, where's the baby Jesus? 
<laughs> so then she used to because he 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 came out of his crib. So my mom used to sellotape him into the crib for fear of him losing his his little manger or his little his little crib. For fuck's sake! I and never he'd be put in. I never. I as far as I was concerned, you make the crib <laughs> when you're putting up your Christmas decorations. Does it make sense now? You put all of the lads into it. It's like a snapshot of the big day, and that's it. You leave it. Well, then, I never heard of this thing that you had to put them and, and uh, that, like you had to gradually bring them in as time. I, that is no. You'd put news you'd, to me. for this for the scene. You'd put the three wise men would be now in our house. They're over by the phone, which is on the way to Bethlehem. Do you know that? Yeah. That's what that is. And then you'd have the rest of the bits of bobs. And then the Archangel Gabriel is stuck on the top of the crib because they're looking down. And then obviously, and because of the way they're posed, Mary and Joseph are looking down, waiting. All right. And then there you go. the manger is empty. And, and then, come here, is it just the Catholic thing then? Cribs and then all it's, that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the Protestant or Church of England are. I think they have maybe. Know. See, they don't believe that Mary was a virgin. They do believe that. Yeah, they're right too. Like, that was talk about the biggest spoof that ever went wrong <laughs> of all time. Jesus Christ. Oh, I believe that's blasphemy. Imagine, like... We're going to get shot down any minute now. God, try, it was him, it was him. Let's try getting rid of away with that these days. You're not going to believe what's after happening, Dad. Uh, hello, the snapper. believe what's happening. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just got... An angel came Georgie down fucking Bruce. And told me I was pregnant Fucking um, It's no wonder that, Appeared Like appeared it's no wonder her. The Protestants just turned up And went Do you know something I'm calling we'll bullshit take, on this We'll take the rest of it Yeah But this is definitely A load of fucking nonsense But should, should that was how The basis of the whole Catholic battering us Came about They went the, the the angel came down And said to Mary will be with the child He will be the son of God And she was like You won't believe it I was a virgin or whatever And then it was like Well they weren't married So they couldn't say They were banging And they Do you know what I mean Before they got married So they were like What will we say Say an angel came down And that it was the son of God Right let's yeah. go with that No Fucking one else mad. had spun the story In fairness to her She was first for a Hashtag influencer I Do you know, know what I mean <laughs> Speaking of actually Which you didn't see You know oh. Poggio Poggio work, you know, from oh, know the Strawberry is, yeah. Alarm Clock. He tweeted uh, a deadly Jeremy Kyle clip. Did you see this? No. Um, a Jeremy Kyle clip of uh, somebody going, talking about uh, that they, you know, they have people backstage or whatever. And he was like, don't talk to me. You, when oh, no, it wasn't a dub. He's like, <laughs> he used uh, a, a toffee crisp wrapper as a Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Which instantly made me re- reminded ah. me of school. You know rumors that used to go around school. There was a rumor around our school that um that uh, a guy in school had uh, had used a tato bag. Oh, that as was a, a Johnny rumor. Rapper. That went around everyone's school. Yeah. Oh, I had so many questions about it. But then, like, so I tweeted Podgy going. There was that rumor. Then somebody else actually listens to the podcast. I think it was Brian tweeted going. Actually, that was a young fellow in my school. And then Podgy was like, "Oh yeah, with with an elastic band." I was like. You're actually answering all those questions I had when I was 15 about the logistics of it. Because do you know the seam on a tato bag is, is quite sharp? sharp yeah, yeah, which Podgy said yeah. for her pleasure, like, ripped it. Anyway, but yeah, so it was like, you know, an elastic band around it. But did you hear that rumour? Was, like yeah. was that like a Dublin rumour or a, a countrywide uh, rumour? Yeah, I think it was an urban legend. Of that some someone could wrap yeah. a, a tato wrap around wrap their mickey. Wrap around and, and then use it as a John. Sure, all you'd hear is it'd be like someone shaking a packet of crisps. You wouldn't be able to take yourself seriously. How could you maintain erections and... You know, slippiness uh, or whatever you have well to do. Well, you have lubrication from the grease of the... Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That really... Sorry. Everything's wrong with that. Everything's wrong. Do you hear I got in fucking big trouble in work? No. Yeah, actually, that brings... Take you about the Protestant thing. So I was on, on air, right? I was on... On the radio, radio station. station. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I had to make a fucking pop, a public apology and everything. Yeah. Stop. I did, yeah. What I did fucking you do? Well, I did. I, I was mad. I was war over. It was oh, fucking war I love war it, PJ. What did you do? So I'm on it's not uh, like they'll fire you. You're the only thing they have. They'll hold on tight. They're like, PJ, we're really angry with you, but oh, don't no. leave. Oh, no, I got in trouble. Oh, of I got in fucking did. serious trouble. So but I they was, would never get rid of you. They're the only thing you have. I don't Go think on. so. I don't think oh, so. They, they have a, No, I don't, I'd say that I'd, I'd, they'd be quite happy to shoot me off if they got enough trouble to say. So I'm standing there, we're, I'm standing, I'm, we're doing the show, and me and uh, Jim are talking, right? Mm. And again, I'm always doing this thing because I don't know anything about the Protestant religion. So, mm. and because you know, there's all kinds of fucking. When you grow up as a Catholic in Ireland, it's always like demons over there, they can't be trusted, right? It's always <laughs> this thing. And then you grow up and you realise, no shit, Protestants are just people. All the same. They're exactly like the yeah. fucking rest of us. In fact, they care about uh, they care about exactly the same shit. No, there's literally no fucking difference. Yeah. But it's always funny, I think, to play back on the old Catholic thing of, be careful of them old Protestants now. You wouldn't know what to be up to, right? I think that's a bit of crack. Yeah. So, we're on air. 
And uh, I can't remember what we were talking about. Okay. But, oh, I do. Oh, God. It was about, there was this mass in the church of our, in St. Patrick's Cathedral. Okay. Where you were allowed to bring your dog, right? Oh, well, and listen. Like, Amazing. I was like, what a brilliant idea. This is, I mean, and then I was going, if you could bring your dog to a Catholic mass, I might even think about going, if for no other reason, just to let the dog have a bit of crack, right? And then I said, well, of course, I said, Protestants had let her to bring a dog into a church. You can do that in the Protestant church. What would they be in there doing? Probably worshipping the devil and whipping donkeys and kissing bats and all this, right? Whatever. That was what I said. Now, as if anyone thinks, I actually think that Protestant people worship the fucking devil or whip on... Who the fuck thinks that? The joke was absolutely about me taking the piss as growing up in this Catholic thing where you yeah. alienate. Sure enough, we got an email in. Of course he did. I'm absolutely appalled. It's gone above and beyond the j- jokes to to suggest that uh, Protestants worship the devil. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I'm complaining to the BAI. So I heard a complaint came in. Naturally, I thought it's so ludicrous. We'll just laugh it off. Yeah. I don't give a shit. So uh, we then I hear we actually have to say sorry. I was there. Right. Well, no one's taking it seriously. So what I'll do? I suggested this in all honesty, thinking it would be a bit of crack. Let me apologise as the devil. Oh right? God. So let me go on and say, I've never seen a Protestant in a black mass, only Catholics. <laughs> right? So I'm a bit of crack, I thought. Fuck me. Did your they man, let you do that? Your man, not at all. Oh. It goes further. He gets onto the uh, Church of Ireland up in Belfast. Oh. And then we get him out. Now, in fairness, the Church of Ireland in Belfast seemed to care as much about this as <laughs> I did, right? They were like, for, as if we like we have actually got a fucking church to run here we have we really have bigger issues yeah. some flute making a bad joke which in fairness it was a bad joke on radio we couldn't give a fuck about it but they had to follow it up because this lad is doing it right so then we had to do and make the public apology but there was a fucking big row over it because I was doing the whole I'm not apologising I did nothing wrong it was an awful moment oh Jesus yeah but because moment. one of the people who worked there is the... a mad god squad head as well yeah but <laughs> I don't even think that was it I think it's just the fear of public radio that's nonsense that you're going to be shut that's down absolute and nonsense the fear of the BAI I think that's so ridiculous beast of a thing in the background that could shut you down that's or such cost a load of you shite. your sponsors or cost you all these you know and you're just like you know what though up. that's what happened happens in like regional radio it's such a bag of bollocks right because that that's the thing if you look at so like especially like within RTE they're not like they're not allowed to talk about the 8th they weren't allowed to talk about gay marriage and one yeah. of the presenters in all credit to him when it went through went on about. air and was like absolutely delighted and he wasn't reprimanded for it he didn't get as much as have to go and do an apology like you made a stupid joke but you know what at least he had he had a PD or had somebody in there who had a bit of fucking balls and constitution right to say do it say it because that's I, this is what cracks me up about radio I'm so yeah. glad it's about broadcasting it's, in general but it's no it's Sorry, not I love podcasts it's not it's not that it's about it's 100% down to who's who's steering your boat and where <laughs> they're at that's what it is though because it, like do you know what I mean like even Chris Moyles the shit he said over the years but he had a controller in like a program controller in the BBC or in Radio X who might bring him in and go and he'll go this is the context this is what it's done within I'm not yeah. going on and making a fucking full apology like if you had gone on and started to sacrifice a pig I would have been like PJ I'm into a sandwich <laughs> but maybe not for this time of day that's see that's the thing it's I that very similar I got once I wrote the wrong answer on a quiz question right it was like where are the caves the Alloway caves and they're in Clare yeah. and I said that they were in wherever it was like because the, the questions flipped around so the limerick oh, yeah, yeah. flipped around Holy mother of hell, suffering, hell had no fury The sponsors were cancelling their fucking two euro that they sponsored. <laughs> it was public. And I had to, like, you know, I actually didn't make an apology in the end. But it was this, like, I was going to lose my job. It was this. <laughs> turn it the fuck in. Like, turn yeah, oh, it the no, fuck yeah. oh, in. What are you gonna do? Anyway, Jesus goes in the crib. So Jesus the goes in the crib. <laughs> let, me be very, let me be very specific. So Jesus goes in the crib. On Christmas Day, something I didn't know about <laughs> Catholicism, which shows how mad that is. And also, Protestants, can I say this? Do not worship the devil. You can say it if you want. It's a safe space. <laughs> they do not worship the devil. I never thought they did. What I do know about most Protestants, thankfully, is that they have a fucking great sense of humour like everybody else. Exactly. We were only talking about this, actually, uh, the other day. I was saying, we were saying about things that, we, who we talked about on the podcast, actually, when I made my communion. So bear in mind, there was, I think, six classes of 36 kids in and around that all Catholic, all white, 
Thank God we've diversity in this country. But at the oh, time, geez. it was like you know, great. Yeah. Oh, we were. Oh, gray. yeah. We were just. It was just. Thank God, we're, a mental pot has begun. But anyway, but nobody knew any difference except this one girl. When we made our communion, didn't make her communion. She could have been sick. Yeah, you were like, she could have just made it. There? But it was like she didn't make her communion. And then you go into school on the Monday. You get dressed up again, and they do this class pictures, right? Yeah. Now bear in mind, six classes, thirty-six kids. In each class. So you have the guts of whatever amount of girls in white dresses versus boys in yeah. their suits. And in the, and all the classes are coming in and everybody's milling around in the dresses. And then there's one girl in a peach dress. Yeah. Why is she in a peach dress? Protestant. You're joking. But they didn't want her left out of the picture. So they said, tell her to come in in the picture in a flower girl's dress. Peach, if you now had put a picture up of a communion class, because they don't even do communion in school anymore. It's an extra activity and it will be within Catholic schools. But can you imagine now the front page of a paper? My no. daughter was told that she could come into the class and she could take part in the picture, but she wore a flower girl dress. Yeah, you She was ostracised. But like, Jeez. can you imagine? And that picture, I, I like, I, I still wonder if you're around Bishop, Bishop Shanahan, class 86, go and have a look. That's mad, If she's still it? sitting there in a peach dress. Yeah. Made made different? Was she not allowed to wear the regular dress or she didn't but want she was, to wear it? She wasn't, she made her communion. She was Protestant. She didn't make her communion. I know. So I, she didn't, So, but they were trying to include her. And on Monday, so she, like, so obviously we finished on Friday to make her communion. On Saturday, we made our communion. And then on Monday, everyone back into school wearing these dresses. And I think in an, in an effort that she didn't feel left out and all the rest of the girls were wearing these dresses, she had a flower girl's dress. So they went, go into school in the flower girl's and dress. You'll be grand. You'll be grand. And there she is. 36 kids and one, you know, all the white dresses yeah, and one in the peach, she stuck peach dress. No, she did. But can you imagine now if you did I'd that? Like, war, oh, yeah. there'd be absolute, same war. way as we had an Indian girl in, in like senior infants or... Um, Maybe first class. Only had her for a term. And we put her in the middle of the ring and sang a brown girl in the ring. I know. That's, now that, like that's, whatever about like the dress thing. Mental. Whatever about the dress thing. If you got caught doing that now, that would be outrageous. It wouldn't happen Even now. if she was clapping along and having a good time. Can you imagine? <laughs> I like, we were talking about it the other day because one of my friends is a school teacher. I was like, could you actually imagine? And she's like, but you meant no harm at the time. I was like, I know. I but know, like... it's not enough anymore. It's not enough anymore if you don't mean harm. It really isn't. Like, you're not going to call a bunch of kids racist because they're not. They don't even know what the fuck They do would now. They call kids racist. I suppose. You know, so maybe they fucking would. Um, before I mean, we... I feel like a cantankerous elf this week. I don't know what says, Bill. I'm doing me whole... The whole world is broken I except like for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And before we go, I have one last question. Um, I don't understand what a Bitcoin is. Bitcoin? Yeah, Bitcoin. It's a currency. Where? Online? Online. It's an online currency. How yeah. do you so buy it? Has it? No, uh, it has I no value. No, I'm really confused. It does have value. I saw you tweeting about it the other day. And then uh, the Project 10 podcast, which I really, really like. It's a great podcast, actually, to go back and listen to. It. It's kind of serious, but it's very good. But uh, Cormac was tweeting. I'm like, I don't understand what they are. Oh, yeah, I just, want one. Where do I get literally just, you know, it's, like, it's literally just a currency, like euro or sterling or dollars. You can buy anything you really want How with it. How do you get it? Uh, but you have to buy online. And because it's online, it's volatile because it's not tied exactly to the stock market uh, okay. the same way so they, some so people are saying so you could be a bitcoin millionaire and then the next day be a bitcoin bankrupt yeah and I guess you could do that with anything but it's not linked to gold or anything like that so it's hard to say what it's going to do but Value. some people are saying it's going to now is the time to get into bitcoin other people are saying bitcoin's going to be fucking completely worthless so it's not from dungeons and dragons is what you're telling me no it's actually real right. it's a real okay. currency you can't hold if you know what I mean it's not tangible but yeah I don't know my opinion in it is if, if everybody can get it it's probably not worth anything it's probably Oh, uh, there he is being exclusive again. There's my, there's my uh, fucking paranoia kicking in. That's the crack. Oh, by the way, I yes. have to say, I'm doing my exams. I have to do exams for the first time ever. For which? You know, I joined the Iron Alive. I saw you got your welly boots. I went to send I you. I was very wellies. proud of I got you. me fucking wellies. What get... are your wellies like? Uh, they are. What are I they saw like? your picture. They're just me yellow wellies. Like it's the best thing about being in the Iron Alive is getting presented with your yellow wellies because oh, it kind of means you're almost accepted into the crew, if you know what I mean. Uh, so I'm delighted about that but I have to do my first assessments uh, right. this week on Friday so is it like a written test no you sit there a woman comes out and she sits down with you and you have to sort of she you know a woman comes out and yeah. she sits down a woman are, you comes in out. Your, are you in your wellies and coat no, no. oh yeah we, I might have to be actually I actually don't know the answer to right, that okay. because my first one is about what does all the gear do the life jacket how it works where is everything stashed in it all of that stuff then I gotta do my rope test you know what are what, the like ropes toggles? different ropes uh, all your knots I have to do all that shit you're essentially uh, a boy scout in Wellington boots is that what you're telling me you're it's like you're like a yeah 
This is it. Adventurers. Like, were they were the, was that the oldest type of the scout? Adventurers. Yeah, yeah. Were they adventurers or adventurers? adventurers yeah. yeah. I'm exactly like that. I'm loving. I'm like a fucking sea scout. I'm like a sea scout. It's fucking. I'm loving every bit of it. Salty dog and me. Yeah, and then of course oh, I, I put it online. Oh, uh, yeah. And people are so quick on Twitter. Check out the picture I got sent online, right? Uh, because someone took a snapshot of me on the late late show and turned me into <laughs> Popeye. That's brilliant. And it's perfect. So I think uh, no, I, really I love like that. that. I absolutely love it. So I think Popeye. I'm going to make everyone call me Popeye from now I'll on. Find your olive. <laughs> we'll call you Popeye from now on. Um, but actually, if you you'll actually really like this. You wouldn't watch. Um, you don't watch CBBS, but there's a great cartoon called Hey Dougie. Yeah. And it's just hilarious. But they do a rave song, and every parent, I have to just we'll have to finish on this. So basically, it's the stick song. Have you heard about this? The sick song. Stick. Stick. Ready? Stick. Stick. So every parent has spent Christmas out with this. Oh my god, what the fuck is that? Kids cartoon. And people talk to people on Magic Roundabout or on LSD. These fuckers are like smoking all sorts of shit. If you ever are hungover and you need something to take you out of out of the fear, watch Hey Dougie. I it think is that the might greatest make cartoon me worse, ever. I have to say that's the most scary looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, my son, three year old, absolutely terrifying. Every parent, every parent. Uh, right, that's episode ninety three. Ninety three. Episode ninety three. Yeah. So uh, I will tell you how I got on with my exams in two weeks' time. Fingers crossed. Uh, Yeah. Hopefully, I'm going to be looking forward to doing more exams in the future. So, what ultimately do you like? Do you get like a medal or what? what, No, you you don't get a medal. You just get closer and closer to being allowed to actually go out on the show on your own, out in the rescues or whatever the fuck it is. You know. So yeah, closer and closer. So, but what do you do now? What do you mean? Hello. What do you mean? I, d- I, I don't study. understand. I have to go read me but shit. But what, what, what actually is your, what, what is your role in the RNLI at the moment? I'm just a trainee. Yeah, I'm just a fucking lowly trainee. So what, what does that mean? Like, what do you do? You just go, would you just go and sit, like, in a room with the lads in your wellies? Like, or what, what do you actually do? What do you mean? What do you do? You fucking so like, learn. So you go like, on no. the fucking boat and you oh, learn. Do you, go sometimes you go out on the boat. Like, yeah, you go on the boat every Monday night. You're not to touch anything. No, you are a little touchy. How are you going to learn otherwise? I wouldn't let otherwise? you touch if you're no, a trainee. No, you're about every Monday night. It's your little uh, outfit. In my little outfit. Did you leave your outfit in work or in... Um, in the station. In the, in the station. In the station. And do you have your little name over it? No, not yet. I'm not, it wasn't enough locker, so I have to share a locker with the... With your you're friend. not important Yeah, enough. I'm not important enough. I'm right, on a trainee. Okay, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a big boy, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so, so you have... Do you have a little key for your locker? No, it's all open. It's all open, so... Anyway, it's not my locker. It's like I'm sharing, you know. Anybody can take your wellies, but anyway. So that's... But are they your actual assigned wellies? They're my assigned well, he used to have my name written on the back. In Sharpie? Sharpie marker. Right, I have my okay. name written on the back. So you have your bits and pieces, and on a Monday night, you go and meet your pals. You go and you meet the pals, and you get a briefing, the coxswain, which is like the, the coxswain, which is, that's the name of a captain of a boat rather right. than a ship. okay. So he'll sit down, and he'll tell us what we're all at. Okay. Uh, and then we uh, go out onto the boat, and we practice all different things, get right. shown all our little exercises and all of that sort of crack. Like stretching? No, you lunatic. Like, you know, roping and... What? Uh, how Do to drop anchors and oh, how to drive and how anchors. to navigate how to use the radio where you are at sea how to find your way if you're lost all of that shit oh my god and then, they're like life skills for you oh they are life skills oh, I'm fucking telling you it's amazing and then uh, maybe some Sundays you go out in the little boat because there's two boats there's a big boat which okay. is called the all-weather lifeboat and there's a smaller boat which is called the inland lifeboat okay. uh, and then you suddenly you go you're going to cruise through these tests well I don't think I will because I haven't learned my ropery property okay. but fuck it if I get the other three I'll be grand look I'm not going anywhere I'll be fucking I'll do it next time but, uh, so I'm going to do them my ropery my ropery yeah <laughs> I used to are you at home playing with ropes because yeah. could go I'm wrong in my pocket uh, look at this every time oh I my stop God, hilarious look, every time I stop I do me nuts so I have to learn me knots, right? So look, I have to stop it. So that's how you so you have to learn your knots. Look, so these I'm practicing all the time. Do they have names? Yeah, they do. Yeah. So look, this one you learn this one like this. Look, the rabbit goes up through the hole and that's around teach, the tree. Right. Teach kids to tie their laces. No, not to tie a fucking lace. This is like you no know, to be tying boats and all. Look at so that one. Look at there. No, that doesn't look like a strong enough tie. It's boat. a fucking proper knot. That's exactly what you use to tie boats. <laughs> so there you go. So I'm practicing me little knots all the like time. You look like you're a magician. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm practicing me knots all the time. And uh, I'm loving it. Jesus, I love it. Yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> 
stresses me out that I got to do exams because I never did any exams before. Like, not even when I was in school. Did I didn't do a leaving. I didn't do any leaving? of that shit. Did you not? No, I never did leaving, no. Stop it. No, I never did. No, I was 16. I left school at 16 and I started working. Uh, so I've never done exams before. Oh, so this my This is kind of like a first for me, yeah. So I this is a first. That. Yeah, yeah, no, this is an absolute did first. Did you even do your junior? No, there was no junior when I was well, in school. Inter. It was called the Inter. Did and you do it? it? I, I went, I filled out my name a few times and fucked off. I wasn't really interested. So this is like my first time ever doing exams in my life, to be honest with you. Do you oh know what I mean? my God, that's astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't into it. Explains school, a lot. School Explains didn't do it. School a lot. just did not float my shit. I wasn't into it. So when I was 16, I, didn't hear I, I left. I wasn't into it. So I just fucked off. I started working. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So, uh, now, for the first time ever, I have to fucking answer you, to somebody. So you have to write, sorry, you don't have to write them down. It's a, it's a, it's an oral. Yeah, it's an oral thing. Well, I, and I have to show them me notes, notes. obviously. <laughs> and then... <laughs> if it doesn't work out, though, I think you could go into, like, magician. <laughs> imagine. I wanted to be in the oral, not I, but... And they're like, did he used to be I imagine Jake Stevens? Doing this gig, uh, doing gigs now from now on. If anything goes wrong, I'll just oh my start God, doing I'm rope start, tricks. I'm going to start heckling you <laughs> on Friday night and be like... Do your rope trick. <laughs> oh. well, well, I look forward to hearing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So it's really good. But I, I have, yeah. So I'm into it. Yeah. And uh, by the way, if anybody knows anything about PlayStation, you let me know. I bought a full. I'm such a fucking technological fucktard. It's beyond reason. I bought a fucking PlayStation, right? Right. Like you know, buy shite, buy twice. That's what they say. Buy shite, buy twice. Right. I went into the fucking GameStop and there's a lad working there. Right. And I thought I can trust this lad. You know why? <laughs> Because he's a super nerd. He had long hair and a baldy patch. You know, big long ponytail and a baldy top. Oh, God bless him. A little bit of a beard. He had gamer tattoos. You know, he had Sonic the Hedgehog in his arm. I thought, this lad, he knows his shit. This lad's proud of his field. This is why you didn't finish school. This lad is proud of his field, I thought. And if I trust this lad, I'll be all right. And he says, oh, don't buy a new one, man. Oh, mate. That's what posh, That's what um, geeks say. They, say. they don't say man. They say mate. He says, don't buy a new one, mate. I've got a reserviced one right here. Save yourself a hundred euro and I'll get you the game fucking used for like FIFA. I was like, fucking brilliant. I want to get FIFA football, you know what I mean? So I can play as Bohemians. Oh, well then, you know you forgot because you're like, because they don't have, you're a full soccer head now. Because the fucking ultras and all that, right? <laughs> and then so, <laughs> so he comes out with this Protestant box. ultra bow supporter. That's what, what I want to be. I want to be. I'm changing my way. Yeah, sure, I'm working Hashtag for a, influencer. So I'm joined the Royal fucking Society yeah, for the first time. Were, oh like, my God, you were, this is it. Yeah, so there you go. The uh, so he comes out and then, Sells me this box. I think grand. I plug it in. It'll be grand. Can I work? I spent four hours of my fucking life. Four fucking hours of my fucking shit life trying to make a PlayStation the previous user disappear so I can make my own one appear. Do you think I managed? No. So if anybody wants, I have a fucking PlayStation for sale and they can fucking have it for a snip. Hundred fucking quid, it's yours. It was the worst decision of my life. Did you uh, I just want to go and buy a fucking new one. No, I didn't. I'm not talking to that prick. He ripped me off. Not bring it back into him in here. No, we I can't condition face this it. up your home. I can't face it because he'll do this bollocks. He'll tell me it's grand and he'll give me a list of fucking instructions. He'll be giving me a list of fucking instructions that's like, yeah, man, it's really fucking easy. Seriously, just open the settings menu and then fucking scroll down and hit reset and you'll see reset appliance or reset the fucking system and then you'll be fine. Seriously, man, it's grand. I'll go home. I won't be able to fucking use it again. And now I'm not feeling fucking too good about the whole thing anyway. I'm going to feel even worse and then I won't know if I'm being ripped off. Or if I'm a fucking idiot And nine times out of ten That means I'm a fucking idiot Now I don't want to feel like that So it'd be a terrible <laughs> thing So I'm going to end up then Throwing it in the bin Yeah because this is how stupid I am Throwing it in the fucking bin In a rage Smashing it up And then going and buying A brand new one up the road And plugging it in So that works And saying nothing to nobody Because I'm humiliated with myself So I don't want to do it I don't want to do it I just want someone to tell me To my house and fix it I'm sure someone can do that Yeah but then I don't want people In my house either so Oh well then I can't help you <laughs> Is it a PlayStation 4? PlayStation 4, yeah. It just comes up with a big blue screen and the previous user's there and they won't let me do shit so I can't use it. I don't know how to use it. I can't even get the fucking thing to log onto the internet. Right. And then I stopped playing online gaming years ago because I was just sick and tired of eight-year-olds shooting me up the arse. <laughs> and leave me a... You know what I mean? You just... You go on... I'm, I'm fucking 40 years old, right? I go onto the internet. Oh, I want to have a man. game. I want to have it on my own. And then some eight-year-old is like calling me a... 
a, an Irish bastard and shooting me up the hole every time I try and participate. I'm not in the humour for that. I'm not. I'm well, not you're gonna have to toughen up. If you're gonna be an ultra Protestant, Bose Bohemian. Yeah, I guess so. I've gamer. Got, I've got work to do. Yeah, yeah, a lot of work to do. And on that note, we'll say goodbye from '93. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> Wednesday week in Dublin on the podcast. You can follow us on Insta, Suzanne.fm, PJ Gallagher, Suzanne Kane FM on Twitter, and, uh, and I'll be in a better mood next week. When fingers crossed, you'll have passed his exams. Pray for PJ. Uh, uh, thanks. <laughs>